Brainstorming and sharing ideas is the funnest part of the creative process. We decided to skip the boring part of actually making stuff and just do the fun part. I'm your host, Tom Walma. I'm Mick. My name is Benjamin Cheek. And this is Creativity Wasted. If you're an alcoholic, which I'm not, I don't drink, I drink a lot of water. But you, um, every party store you pass, you almost feel obligated that if you don't stop, you like feel bad or something. You know what I mean? So with me, it's if I stop and I see a venue or a bar or a restaurant or something that might fit to work to have a to have a room, that's more of what I am. And I'm like do the sales part of it. So I'll go in there, cold call, never been in there, or even if I have, you know, as a customer in the past. And just uh, walk in and sit down at the bar or what have you. And like I do anyway, introduce myself. Hey, how you doing? Blah, 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 or what have you. And then I meet the staff, you know, who's a bartender and whatever. I'll go in once or twice during the week or whatever. And at that point, I'll find out who's going to be the one that's going to make the decisions. And a lot of the winter months, of course, they're all down in Florida, the owners. And I'm not going to leave a business card. I'm not going to leave a, a message or an email with them because that's just like we used to you know, get telemarketers. No, I'm not interested. Click. I got to present myself. And the worst they're going to do is tell me no. So that's what I do. And then I, like, when I finally go back in, I, I'm all dressed in my suit. I got me a little portfolio that I have. So you're seeing what you're going to invest in. You know, so I asked the, the comedians that I work with and that work with me once, with their permission, of course. Yeah, so I got their pictures and I got them kind of put into different categories, what style comedy they do. And it's just amazing how still you get shut down. Nope, we're not interested. And it's like, but you're hiring these cover song bands, these cover bands that are terrible. And I know that you're paying at least probably $100 per person in the band, you know, set up their equipment. I have all my own equipment as well, you know, and it's, it's really, it just it kills me, man. I'm going to a place on a Saturday night and they got like 15 people there and there's a band that's like, off the wall, ridiculous. And out of that 15 people, four of them are the band members and three of them are the staff. So it's, you just spent that money and it's like, man, we all need to laugh what we've been going through with this. I mean, I just like people smiling. You have so much muscle in your face. That's where you have the most muscles is in your face. And just being angry and mean and just a positive, you know, just a mean, grumpy old, ah, you know, it's, it takes so much more energy and, and uh, out of you and you get more wrinkles. So I don't know. I'm just finding a way for people to open up a little bit better. And I don't know if that's really an idea. I'm just seeing what I'm kind of going through. And I just wish people would just be a little bit more open-minded because it's really, you're shutting down something that really, well, you don't want to laugh. You're just so grumpy. It's just snap out of it. We've all been going through hell with the virus. You're locked in the house. You're, you know, the comedians are doing podcasts. Or, 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 no disrespect, but I mean, they're, they're, they're doing open mics on there. Um. So maybe we could brainstorm like ways of like new types of shows or ways of grouping comics. Yeah, I'm, I got some ideas. Theme shows. Just, yeah, I I, I want to do like whose line is it anyway and get the crowd involved. I think that'd be awesome. But you got to have someone who's quick witted, which I apparently am. That's what I've been told, and I definitely don't uh, let people speak. Sometimes I short story long is is what I should say instead of long story short. So I'm done for a minute. So I can breathe. But go ahead. I like the idea of mixing up the shows. Like there was a show called Prankus in Detroit for a while where they would just do weird shit. Like one week the ceiling would be four feet high and or one week they would uh, heckle you on purpose. And one week they would um, improv a set. And But I, I kind of like the idea of maybe mixing up a set 
or a show like four comics do a normal material and then to mix break up the monotony maybe mm-hmm. something special happens and then two or three more comics go up and then something special happens like they do a group game or an audience participation thing yeah that's what yeah. i was kind of saying everybody reach under your chair and then they got you know you got props i mean just kind of like whose lines it anyway it would be a lot of fun the audience would be involved the last thing you want to do is heckle a comedian we got so much stuff in our back pocket if you don't then you should start now writing down. And I always suggest if they're going to think of doing that, sit by the emergency exit or by the back door or the front door so you have a quick escape because, yeah, you know. That just gave me an idea for a show. Awesome. You want me to leave? Oh. You're talking about non-comics. And a lot of times you have, like, the guy at your day job who says, oh, oh. I would, I'm funnier than you. I would do mm-hmm. better than you. So what if there was a show where like six comics compete against the guy they work with who says they're funny? Oh, yes, that actually sounds good. No, he wouldn't know. Would 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 he not be aware? He would know. So you would go up to your guy, the the guy at work, the arrogant middle manager, usually in my experience, the salesman maybe, who thinks he's funnier. Because he tells stories about sales meetings where things went wrong and he gets laughs in the company meetings and whatnot. Yeah, what position is he in? Right. He might be somebody yeah. higher up and they got to laugh or they get fired. <laughs> so if, if he comes up to you at some point and says, I'm funnier than you or I can't believe you're doing comedy because you don't seem very funny, you invite him yeah. to do this show with you at, at, at a comedy venue and he would have to agree to do it. And you'd get like a few comics with their one person they they want to compete with from their day job, okay. and then I think that'd be hard to get them. They all talk to talk, but no, there might be a few. Yeah, I'll be there. I'll do that, and they never show up. They never show up. Eighty percent of the people would say, "Yeah, that's great. I'll be there. I'm coming." Even if they're a relative, they don't show up. Oh, uh, I missed church on Wednesday night or something. In my experience with doing. Um, Entertainment, because this is my second time around, because I did entertainment before for the Palace of Auburn Hills um, during Pistons games. And what I noticed is that when you're like doing it, you, you really can't do it for the money because you're not getting that much. They're not going to pay you that much to entertain all those people. That's just the thing. Entertainment has always been like that. You're always going to be blowball. That shit you see on TV, that's good PR. They pay somebody to say something nice about them. You know, so it's just right. like, yeah, when you're doing it on your own, it's like you have to have the concept, you have to have that fall back. Because if you go into this thinking that you're going to get riches, oh, fuck no, you better be doing it for the fame. Because sometimes you don't even get paid. And then when you do get paid, it's not going to be that much. Like, you know, no, and it, when it, it is enough, it just, you know what I mean? You still got to have yeah. that fallback because when the iron's hot, it's hot. Sometimes it goes cold and then it gets hot again. You know, it's just, love hate kind of thing sometimes it's like the stock market the wolves of wall street i mean it is it changes i've had good bad day like it's just uh chaotic as far as what to expect i mean you're not you're not not. you know there's some that that you never hear of for two three years even though they're still in the game but and then all of a sudden then they're the biggest thing again it's just you know you just got to keep wrestling and it's just tough i've noticed by doing this now i've only been doing it for five months that um there's some local people here in Michigan 
that are local that have been here for a long time and that's where they've got their names and people hear about them who are new like me coming into the business and then yeah. there's people who are national who actually went to that level but it was like it took a couple years maybe a decade for them to get there so just keep working at it it's your dream just go with the flow you know, by the way so what if you can't go with the flow <laughs> what if you're very tightly wound like i am and you want to have every laugh planned Exactly. See, that's the overthinking we all do. The overcompulsive OCDness of us, you know, and all comedians. We all have some form of OCD. You notice that. I've noticed it. And it's like the overcompulsive thoughts feeds into our anxiety. I'm definitely on the, the nervous end of comics, um, for sure. I don't take medication for it, even though I probably could, but. Um... I, I, don't, I don't know if I have any advice, but I, I used to be like, for the first few years, I, I would be like nervous the entire day before shows, but, and then That's finally normal. that sort of wound down to where I could even like yawn at show, like, or take a nap before a show. Uh, <laughs> Wait, part, of, part of that is preparation, like making sure your yeah. set's memorized and some of it, you just got to keep doing it. But then I still get nervous for the like the contests and the shows that I really care about. Part of it is just not yeah. caring too much if you don't do well, like knowing that it, accepting that it's going to happen. Yeah, it's going to happen. You have your ups and you have your downs, just like any other thing. I think that's just what entertainment is. It just goes up and down. It's like a bipolar bitch. You know what I mean? Like, it's never going to be like, you know, always on. It's octopolar. It's past bipolar. There's a, it's way past. It's octopolar. That's eight at least. <laughs> octopolar. And the yes. other thing is, nobody wants to hear stories of you killing. Everybody wants to hear stories of you bombing. So if you never yeah, bomb, yeah, yeah. you're boring. Oh, you, you have nothing to talk about with the other comics. Yeah, it's just it's a give and take. Like sometimes I get really nervous before, and then after, like some of them, like I don't feel as nervous. You know, it's just. I think it's just the, the bipolarness of me. It's how I'm feeling that day. <laughs> Did I smoke enough weed? Did I smoke too much weed? You know? <laughs> One of those things. But I'm blonde, so I can, like, pass it off. Like, hey, you know? I'm zoning out because yeah. I'm extremely high. Um, yeah. But do you guys have any ideas, like, related to types of comedy shows or ways to promote shows? Because that's kind of what we're talking about. Yeah, try to turn it into like an an idea brainstorming session. Yeah, sure. Um, social media is the number one, and then locally, whenever you go out somewhere, like even at your grocery store or something like that, you got to self promote. That's what I've been doing, self promoting everywhere. People I've known for years. I think I've always been funny when I said I'm doing stand up comedy. They went, "Oh yeah, that's that's about right." Yep, yep. How many have showed up to It's not a surprise. Yeah, you get a bunch of likes and on your on your websites, you get on your social media a bunch of likes from everybody. But I like it a lot more. I appreciate those, but I like it more if you actually come to the show and support. You might actually like the show. You might actually like what you're seeing. It's it's like eighty percent. Every hundred people you advertise to, you can only expect. I go everywhere. Hundred people you ask to come, only five are going to show up. You know what I mean? I ask gas stations, party stores, I mean, grocery line, like you said. I mean, anywhere I go, I mean, it's crazy. I kind of sometimes drive myself, but that's why I call it relentless, because that's what I am. I'm not going to take, 
I'm going to bug you so much, you're going to say yes, you know, I mean, at least once, and then you're either going to love it and be, oh my gosh, why was I, you know, what, why, I missed all this. Or you're going to not, and you just, then, then your life it sucks and you're going to die alone. Sometimes you just have to have those shameless emotions, just like my cash app, Lonnie Joe 81, if you guys want to buy me a cup of coffee. <laughs> Mine's in the negative. Shameless You get your niche. Um, the way of the future now is going to be the internet, but sometimes you've got to reach out even in your everyday life. So, like, doing flyers and banners and stuff like that, or even if the place that you're going to do it has a marquee, like a little thingy, where they can say comedy on a such, such and such night, you know? But that could start like the room, too, doing stuff like that. I put them up on mailboxes here where I'm at. They have, like, conglomerate mailbox. I'm in an apartment slash townhomes. And they have like big cluster of mailboxes for, for the buildings. There's almost 400 in here. I put them over the mailbox. I put them by the pool entrance at bars when I have their permission or restaurants. I put it by where the keynote tickets are, where they got to read their ticket. They're, I mean, unless they're, you know, they're going to see it. And I'll put it where like a, on a karaoke night, ask the host. I'll put it uh, right on the bottom of his little. I mean, I go to like this past Saturday. I got a show this Thursday. It's a showcase. And I've had this will be the third one at this place. And it's awesome. My thing is, is when I'm out with friends and stuff like that, I don't try to promote as much because I'm just trying to, you know, be me and I have to promote and everything. I'm alone, so I don't mind. But when I'm out telling people, this is what she does. So it's like, you know, they do my shameless promotions. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't promote my podcast enough, um, for sure. You should. You should play that. One thing that did work for me for a while is Twitter. Uh, but it only worked if I made a thumbnail of the, like the ideas that we talk about, like yeah. um, if mixed idea was like an IUD for anxiety, I would have to show like a photo of like a skeleton with like an I anxiety IUD shoved up the ass or something. <laughs> there you go. He's going back to the ass. Do you guys see this? <laughs> but yeah, oh, I, I, I'm, too lazy to make all those images. Um, I probably should farm it out, maybe. I'll just take my phone to my closet. I got plenty of skeletons, man. You can try them out. It's a lot of fun. Are you still, are you in college, Mick? Uh, I actually just finished a certification program. Um, I'm at the age where I would be graduating college had I not dropped out. Finn Wilder! What was that? Finn Wilder, I'm sorry. Continue. What are you studying? Uh, cybersecurity. Oh. Oh, Shoot, well, I got to go. Shit, she just hacked all of our shit. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that was my Man. secret reason for wanting to be on the podcast. I wanted to hack the network. Oh, crap. I'm going to get, like, some cats and just up pop it up on my screen all over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why Amy's mic isn't working too well. It's because I was hacking into her computer this whole time. Is that what it was? She wanted to get those pics. <laughs> people watching my phone. There's a guy in Grand Rapids named uh, Aaron Sorrells. He runs an open mic on Facebook Worlds in the in the metaverse. If you're nervous about doing comedy, maybe you could uh, do that. Yeah, uh, I've, I've been meaning to do that. It's just too lazy. I actually have a headset, but I just didn't feel like doing it. It looks like you have a whole setup over there. All I have is a phone. And one of those little holders, I hold it, and the light, That's because I do I the live streaming. So, like, 
that's, I, I'm, in, I'm in my bedroom right now, but I'm wearing a pair of booty shorts, which is great because I'm sitting down and you guys can't see all that. Me too. Um, Me too. <laughs> my streamers don't get to see me either. It costs money. Cash app. Why did you everyone? No, I'm joking. <laughs> really joking. Shameless promotion brought to you by Amy Joe, um, aka Blonde Joe 81. <laughs> Does that ever work? Like people donate to Cash App? Yes. I've had people actually buy me coffee. I've had people, yep. Yep. Huh. They spill coffee. For a while, there were some black comics who were saying, here's my Cash App, pay me reparations. <laughs> And I think it was a joke, but I wonder if that ever, if they ever got it like 10 bucks or something. I, I would never. They probably did. I don't it works. Me, I mean, I put it in a joke form. And when I first started, it was to the Amy Joe Coffee Fund because sometimes a girl just needs a cup of coffee. And then my son had walked up while I was streaming and he said something. And my streamers heard it and it was actually kind of like, uh, huh? Like, what? Like, I need therapy after this, you know? So I told him it's going to start Amy Joe Coffee Fund slash therapy because sometimes my kids say some shit. <laughs> Comedy is my therapy. It went on and I was making jokes in between it. So I kept it going and I had like all these jokes that I put into it because I was being funny and everything like that and just kind of like it actually started off just purely as a joke and then just kept with it. And just kept doing it. And people were like sending me money, and they just thought it was hilarious. So it was like they're supporting, you know, the joke. They're supporting like me being a comic and doing shameless promotions, and <laughs> you know, but, um, you know, it's just all a joke. But I, I'm in hard times. I'm serious right now. <laughs> when you say you stream, uh, I don't know if the other guys know, but you're like a really I have good. No idea figure. That is. I, I live stream through an app that is called Meet Me, and we have uh, people who go live, and then we have streamers who come in and talk to us. They, like, text, and sometimes we have, like, a little box where they can get in. We can actually meet other people from all over the world um, and do, like, battles with them and talk to them and get to know them and favorite them and go see their lives, you know, like, support. You got too much time on your hands. I can't do that. I get these diamonds for people who really are enjoying the stream. And they're adding to that. And then after a certain amount of diamonds I get, I can cash it out and get money for going live and entertaining people. I'm not expecting to be able to have jobs. I, I can't do that. I can't sit still no, like that. No, no, no. It's, it's to reach out to the people who are extroverts. And I think Mick can completely understand is that you've seen these forums, these discords, and everything like that. And it's more comfortable and easier for you to communicate with them through the computer than it is to get out and you know because of the anxiety so it's like she is on a comfort level and she's able to talk to somebody and connect with people and have friends they're not physical but they're still there they ask how she's doing every day correct you ask them like you know it's just kind of there's people who are introverts also and this is a way to be able to get the exposure of doing entertainment and then not only that just having fun i can work on a lot of jokes too that i bring to the stage you know stuff like that so i mean but, i did that i started doing that during the pandemic because all the all the comedy clubs were closed and i was ready to start my career i was ready to start doing it and then boom everything's shut and i'm like i just move things around my schedule so i can do this what is going on 
and then getting caught up in the whole pandemic and working as hard as I did and then getting a, a better job now having the opportunity to be able to go back and do this again because I have time um, and a schedule at my job where I'm able to go out and do this. So I'm, you know, I'm like, okay, let me, let me do this. My kids are older. I have a 19 year old and a 21 year old. So it, I raised them. They're good to go. And now it's time for me to do what I want to do before I had them. So, you know, sky's the limit. So the streaming, the vibe is that people donate for that, but do people actually donate when you talk about your um, cash app at an open mic? Yes. Oh, yes. wow. Whoa. Do you cry yeah. when you get pulled over? You probably don't get a ticket either. That's crazy. They would. Huh? I got to pay people to come to the show. You ask me if I cry if I get a ticket? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I just go with the cops because my license is probably suspended. But yeah, the, the forum that I'm on, I go through the platform to get to it, but it's connected to like nine different other forums to actually see the live. So I'm able to actually get a lot of people generate, come in, you know, hang out, and then I just pretty much, you know, work on material and stuff. Huh. Hey, Mick, I want to hear from Mick, man. He's been quiet ever since. Maybe you tried that IUD thing. Oh, yeah, I tried it, and it left me completely speechless. I think you're smoking invisible. You're, you're taking invisible weed, man. You got, man. <laughs> I got the munchies. Man. Um, I kind of want to shift the conversation a little bit more towards ideas. And since we, uh, Ben started talking about promoting shows and getting money for shows, and do you have any ideas on, on, on that front, Mick? like themed shows or ways to promote shows or make money on shows that maybe are like maybe unique. Hmm. Insert an IUD to make them go. <laughs> oh my God. No, um, I was thinking like, uh, what if we uh, had like a group of like seven people and all but one of them were actual like comedians and like they, and it wasn't like an actual like show setting, but they had to like they were just talking to one another, and they were and they, they all knew which whether they were a real comedian or not, but they had to like <laughs> vote people out, and like vote the person who's not a real comedian out. Oh, so they have to figure out who the non-comedian is. Yes. Uh, oh. <laughs> just through conversation, not through like actual like performance. Oh, I see. Oh. oh. <laughs> well, I can't help it. I'm always, I'm always kind of a funny smartass. I can't help it. I just come up with things and I can't help it. You know, I'm more, I'm, I'm more, I'm better on like improv. That's what I like. You know, I think I want to do like a whose line is it anyway. I think it'd be great. And that way the crowd can participate. You can have different things, but a lot of comedians are set with their style of comedy. So it's hard to find the right ones, but I got a little bit and I, that's going to be one of the shows that I'm going to do. And I've had a good feedback from, it's not like a, Oh, I thought of a great idea. I mean, it's been done, but it'd be fun to do it and that would make the crowd participate and they would, if you're at a tougher crowd that some of them listen and some of them don't care. Some of them are just grumpy and blah, 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 you know, there's people, it doesn't matter. There's always a couple of jerks. You know, I read the room hour before I even get there. I, I mean, before I get up or whatever, whatever I'm doing, just find out kind of what I'm dealing with, with the people in the room, just by watching them. I'm a people watcher. I just some kind of different ideas. I, I, I think of a lot of ideas, uh, off the wall, you know, like everybody reach under your chair and they'd have a different uh, adverb or, a, 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 you know, or some type of pronoun or they got, and then you got to just kind of play off of that. I was at a show last night and the comedian, he was uh, one of the headliners 
And he said, I forget what he called it, but where he'd ask four people in the audience just to say one word, just anything. So someone said sex. And then the other one said Woodward because it was downtown Detroit. And then the one guy said cabbage. And the other person said oh, something off the chain. I mean, but you say any word and he's got to make it work into a, like a, like a scenario where it would be funny. And he's like, cabbage, how am I going to work that in? Well, cabbage can be either food or it can be money. And I'm like, well, if you want to have sex with somebody, you better have the cabbage to pay him. And there's a lot of them on Woodward, you know, but I mean, you just kind of twist it like that. So that kind of gets him involved. It was kind of, kind of cool, but he was losing it. He was laughing saying, man, you guys laughed at the white guy, but not me. He was kind of bummed out. I would love there to be a show. I'm sure this has been done where the only comics who do can do the show are one-liner comics. Like the entire show is just joke, 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 joke. There's nobody telling like a five-minute story. But like, come to my show this one a Thursday. This guy's like the king of one home. Like that one guy might be a joke teller, but like the whole lineup, like this is the joke teller. That's one of my comedians I got here that works with me. He's going to be at my show out of uh, on this Thursday, and he he's just. Very monotone and like barely moves when he's on stage, but he just comes up with his one-liners and he doesn't miss a beat. It's kind of dark, but it's so like genius and is you know. So this is the first time I've had him at a show, you know, because I I promote book, I do that, so I'm like nonstop. And I got another one that does that, so I could probably put that together. That would be really cool. I couldn't tell who you pointed to. Was it Noah Chap? Yes. Yes. Okay. When you said dark, I thought, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, I like that guy. Yeah, I know. I like him too. I think he's a he's hilarious. He is hilarious. Yeah. I think that should make memes with his picture on it. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm a little jealous of him because I I thought I was the creepy dark one liner comic in Detroit until he came along. But not all my material is dark though, like like Noah's. Yeah, that was pretty dark. <laughs> Yeah, he's. I got a newer, newer comedian as well, and he he's been at pretty much all of my shows. And he, at one point in the beginning, he was kind of down on himself, and he's like, "I got depression, and I kind of want to give up on himself." And I kind of just boosted him up, you know. And you got it, you got it. Don't give up, you know. You can. I can kind of feel it, you know. I feel like sometimes they're like my little babies when I first meet some of them, and and oh, I'm so proud of you how you've grown show by show. And he's dark. And sometimes, I mean, there's different shows where I don't know if I could, the, the audience would maybe allow it, but he's kind of like Noah Chat, but his was a little bit longer than just a one-liner. But it's talent, but you just got to watch what, what place you take him to. It's kind of like, no, I can't, you can't go to this one. It's like, you know, it's got to separate it. Because I said, man, we can just have a, a, a show. Let's just go up to the mall here by me, this outdoor mall. Let's go up there, man, and I'll just bring my speakers. I got a little stage, and people aren't going to know if we're hired or not. We'll just go up there. You got to do it on the street, you know, like in New York. He says, I can't. There's kids there and everything. The stuff I come up with and out of my mouth just wouldn't work. Yeah, he was right. I would, I'd be in jail bailing him out right now. So. Do you, Mick, do you, do you go out and perform? Or? Uh, so far, the only thing I've done is I did Mark Ridley's beginner comedy class, and I did that performance. Okay, with, with how long ago was that? Uh, that was April. Yeah. Hey, have you done any since then, or did you just do the class and be like, oh, are you, have you pursued it? I just did it? the I class, mean, and then I was kind of, I was kind of like, if the opportunity presents itself, but I was, I wasn't like actively, li- really looking for it. Okay, um, well, I get really nervous on stage, so. 
I'd love to have you on a show. Get out. It's not you got old, man. You got to practice. You know, uh, went to the Johnny Carson show years ago, and he was a comedian Seinfeld, I think. And he he stayed there a week before that, and went to every open mic. He did like a hundred open mics that week. You know, even though he's been still, just you got to stay in it. It's either something you want to do or you don't. I think you'd be good. You'd be just a straight mellow, and that's a good characteristic too, man. So I mean, don't don't lose what you maybe thought you had, or don't. Don't give if you don't choose to, but you know, I mean, you gotta get out there if you do it. I mean, is it a time constraint? Do you have the time or? Yeah, I'm too busy devising. Um, I want you to laugh. Anything plans that probably won't work. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I've got I've got We're time, and I I definitely be open to doing it again. Oh yeah, so thank you for the Oh yeah, he he's been moving and smiling. Maybe your video's a little frozen. I need some some operas or something. What was that? Opera music. Poppers, he said, I think. Not poppers. We could have a Disney song. <laughs> I don't think Ben Sheets knows what I know. Yeah, she sings dirty Disney songs as part of her set. There was a guy named Shane Dials. He's a local comic. I don't know what, what city he lives in. Uh, but he, for a while, he was renting out a room in a movie theater. And he was doing... Mm-hmm. Midnight comedy shows. Oh, wow. Oh, really? So he would rent out for this comedy show. This guy would rent out a movie theater. Like he'd buy every seat for a midnight showing from like 11 to, to midnight. He would do a comedy show before the movies aired at midnight. So he'd have like five comics and they were encouraged to do some material based on the movie. So one of them was the Harry Potter prequels, the um, Fantastic Beasts. So, so they would try to throw in some Harry Potter jokes. But they could maybe do that with, I, I don't know, Dirty Disney is a little, like, I guess Disney isn't involved. Maybe they could do a midnight showing of a Disney movie and you do your dirty songs. Or you could come up with the dirty songs about, like, a Thor movie or something. I can too. I just have to like know the song and then the tunes and what sounds good in those. You know, I can make them pretty dirty because I made a um, hmm. a whole new world very dirty. It's bad from the beginning. It's like whoa. <laughs> so yeah, and then um, Beauty and the Beast. I did one. It's just the beginning part. I say it all the time at home. I just haven't finished writing it, but it's like. Um, <laughs> Dick is old as time. Grandma's eyes widen. No one talks about it. It happens anyway. Grandparents having some. <laughs> so, I have just ruined that song for you. <laughs> Another one. You can tell you're a great singer, but the audio quality is so choppy I couldn't understand the words. But, uh. <laughs> okay, okay. But, um,. For the comedy theater thing, if somebody revived that, you might have to do the Weird Al thing <laughs> where you'd take like a, a Kelly Clarkson song and make it about the about movie. Because yeah. if the movie itself doesn't have a theme <laughs> song, then you'd take a, a popular song and make it about the movie and yeah. also dirty. Yeah, that actually, that, that can work too. That's actually pretty funny. <laughs> um... I think we can wrap things up, though, for the podcast. you guys have any shows you want to promote? I own Relentless Comedy, so you can check that out. I have uh, one this Thursday. It's the third show I've had here. It's at Mount Clemens at the Rec Bowl. 
Sam Bank is my headliner, and that's a showcase. And then on the third Thursday, so the 21st this month, I have an open mic, but they reschedule it to the 20th, a day early. But normally it's the third Thursday. We do it outside on the patio, weather permitting, really cool. It's at, at the Mug Pub in Sterling Heights. And then on the 28th, my other showcase that I have is at Biggs Bar, B-I-G-G-S, and it's in Chesterfield at 21 and a half in Gratiot. And I have Nick Kelly opening. Uh, he's going to be the headliner, Nick Kelly there. And then uh, end of August, uh, my show already got booked for there as well. And Ronnie Warbeck's going to be the headliner. And he's going to be also headlining the second week in September out at the Rec Bowl. Um, I'm having a huge show in September. I already got the hall reserved in Sterling Heights, 17 and Mound on September 24th. I got Simply Chanel is going to be the headliner. She's like an icon. I was just hanging out with her last night. The 21st okay. of July, I will be at the Sandbar. My Facebook, Amy Jo Easel. You can find me on TikTok. You can find me on Instagram at uh, BlondieJo81. That's me. Um, or if you want to buy your girl a cup of coffee, because times are tough, cash app, BlondieJo81. <laughs> Slipping it in. Shameless promotion. Okay, so I'm doing the Sunday Night Funnies contest in Grand Rapids on Sunday the 24th. Cool. Uh, and then I have a Twitch channel called Gaming McFitness where I use these homemade game controllers on fitness machines like treadmills and uh, exercise bikes. Oh, cool. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.